it's great to be here. And uh, I, I shared a little story in class, and that's what I'm going to share today. But I just want to introduce our work. My wife Faye and I uh, operate in the Stillness Retreat Center. And I guess this is the North Mountain, so if we go over the North Mountain and just look a little bit south, you can actually would see our place. Because I can look out and see High Island, Isle of Boat, from my place. So we're not that far away. And it's in West Quaco, which is west of St. Martin's. And we live on a 240-foot ridge overlooking the Bay of Fundy. And we have this, I wasn't going to say how much land we have, because that may get you to think certain things out for me. But it's 190 acres of woodland that we're trying to do sustainable forestry. And we're trying to give experiences for people to come and rest be still and hear the voice of God. And we all need that. Jesus often withdrew to a quiet place. How often do you do that? So you can be still, rest, and hear the voice of God. One day while we were exploring our, our land, the, the trees, we have part of our land that's old growth forest, huge huge um, red spruce and yellow birch. But as we're exploring it, our land continues to go up to about 320 feet, and then it goes down in two ridges. And while we were, and Phil, I'll get you to do a word for it. And while, <laughs> while we were exploring this land, we heard, and if everyone could do this for me, just clap lightly. And now intensify that. Now back down. And that's what we heard. We heard this. This, this noise that sounded like people clapping. What is that? So we went to the noise. Did you ever do that? You kind of go to something, and you go, what is that? Instead of running away, you go to it. Right? So we went, and, and, and we ended up on the beach. And this beach, on one side was this freshwater lake. On the other side was the ocean. And this beach contained these large rocks, probably some this big, you know, the smallest maybe this big. And the tidal actions of the Bay of Fundy every day, day after day, week after week, year after year, had tumbled these rocks against each other and have formed them into these smooth specimens where you could see the richness of the quality of rock, and I'm not a geologist, so I don't know what all that was, but it was incredibly clear what they were. But, as, but the rocks rolled against each other and made this incredible sound. Can you hear it? Can you hear it? And these rocks tumbling against each other. And I said in class, I said, you know, that's kind of what this experience has been for us, at least for me. It's been... I came with some edges, maybe, some ideas that I thought were absolutely true. <laughs> <laughs> and true for everybody, I think. But I realized through bumping into Jeff and bumping into Phil, I mentioned Phil, <laughs> and, and my professors, I realized that not only have they, we tumbled against each other, sometimes literally, um, in a good way, uh, but, but I've, been, I've been rounded. And we've been rounded. Isn't that true? That's the journey we're on. And I, I can't help but remember that through the kind of the challenges that I've faced, 
through the new insight and thoughts that challenge mine, but also the tremendous support. I've been encouraged about me here because of you. And Anne, I will say, in particular. And having the chance to teach some of you was wonderful as well, and hope to do that again. But, I, but does the Bible talk about stones anywhere? When Jesus was coming into Jerusalem, the triumphal entry, the crowds were shouting, praising him. And the Pharisees said, will you rebuke your disciples? And what did Jesus say? If they don't cry out, the rocks will cry out. And then later in Peter, Jesus is the living stone. And we too are these stones being built up into the spiritual house. And I want us to remember that this sometimes in the, in the angst of what we're doing, and now the angst of this thesis project that we're overwhelmed with. We now call it post-traumatic stress disorder, not shell shock. <laughs> <laughs> that we together can be formed more in our formation of faith, but also for each other. For we are called to be the royal priesthood. These rocks being built on each other. And they remember, if we don't cry out, the rocks will cry out. And just one more thing. Just after that Jesus said that, he wept for Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. Why did he weep? Because they didn't hear the peace he was offering. So if we don't cry out through the, the gospel message, through what we say, but more importantly, how we live. For this generation, how do we live this gospel? That's how we speak out the peace of Christ. Means in Jesus' name, I, walk, I say, I greet you, uh, brothers and sisters. Um, I am from Guyana, the same country as Dr. Mariah. I was a Hindu at the age of 13. God changed my life. Um, and that was a miracle. I have no interest in Christianity, but God is in the business of miracles. God changed my life. Praise God. For the past two decades or so, I've had a passion to bring the good news of God in a culture, the Hindustani culture, in the, Hindu, in the culture of the Hindus. So I've been working um, in Guyana, but more so in India and in Nepal. And um, I've come here, it's just a joy and privilege to be uh, here at uh, ADC. And I thought it would be a good idea to come here to learn more about God, to learn about God's Word, and to learn about ministry. And my life has been really um, enriched. Um, I'm a changed person, I'm a, a newer person, and uh, um, God has really blessed me even within the last two weeks of being here. Um, especially last week we did a spiritual formation course led by um, John and um, it really changed my life a lot. Um, it really gave me a chance to reflect on my life and to see um, about my relationship with him. And to, one thing that has really stood out in my mind about uh, over the last two weeks is the variety and the simplicity and as well as complexity of the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. As uh, 
Karen was saying, um, I've been smoothened out. You know, <laughs> my idea of hearing God's voice is not uh, through uh, rocks. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> no, preacher brother, love and clear. And, uh, you know, to be in a class um, whereby uh, a brother can have such a, a different ministry altogether really made me stand back and appreciate the beautiful dynamics of God. The variety of us, you know, we're all in different parts of the same body. Different parts, this see God differently. I mean, experience God differently. And um, it's just a just tremendous thing to want to become more like Christ and appreciating the diversity. Um, and uh, again, people with different ministries, how God is using them and using their ministries and seeing things in different light from different backgrounds have really um, strengthened my, my personal life and my ministry. And I think I'm, I'm a stronger person because of that. And also just to um, appreciate the, not only people's ministry, but my approach towards other people's uh, perception. Even this morning, uh, Anna was talking about being gentle in the way you come across. You may be convinced that uh, perhaps your stance is right, but the importance of just uh, be considerate, considerate of the other person. So I really thank God for this institution and this experience. And I thank God um, that he is faithful. We were just singing about how God is good. And um, it's just been a, a great experience. This here is a very humbling thing for me. <laughs> Ten years ago, I was playing soccer with young guys, you know, and now I'm walking with a cane. So God's been teaching me a lot. and. Um, yeah, God is smoothing out my rock, and God is so good, and God is so wonderful, God is faithful indeed. Amen. Thanks, David. I'd like just to, to read a familiar passage uh, to us. Psalm 139, 1-10. You have searched me, Lord, and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You're familiar with all my ways. Before words on my tongue, you, Lord, know it completely. You hand me in behind and before, and you lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you're there. If I make my bed in the depths, you're there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there, your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. 
I was, uh, I was driving down to uh, Harbor Station, which is the uh, ice arena in downtown St. John, New Brunswick. Um, on my way down to uh, visit the uh, St. John Sea Dogs, the team that plays in the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League uh, in that city. And uh, as I was driving into St. John, I was just thinking about that psalm and thinking about God's presence. And, uh, and I kept thinking about, you know, wherever I go, you're there. You know, whether I go to the, to the far side of the sea, you're there. And then it, suddenly it just hit me. I thought, you know, when I go to the arena, you're already there. I thought to myself, you know, it, it, my thinking was, well, God shows up when I show up as his representative. <laughs> Bad theology. <laughs> and so, that sense of going to the arena where God was already present, where God is already at work, and that I'm simply showing up, making myself available for whatever God has in store. To be sensitive to the Spirit's leading and just say, here am I, send me. It's, uh, it's been an interesting journey in this Quebec Major Junior Hockey League. I'm dealing with predominantly junior hockey players aged 17 to 19, young men. Well, if you do any statistics, 17 to 19 year olds really haven't been doing much connecting with the church these days. And so we show up, we show up to offer a chapel program to junior hockey players. Now, who can explain this? Halifax Moosehead's first chapel of the season, 22 hockey players sitting in a room for the chapel. Who can explain 12 players with the Charlottetown Islanders? Who can explain 15 players with the St. John Sea Dogs? Who can explain 26 in Bathurst with the Acme Bathurst Teton? How does, that, how does that make any sense in our day, in our culture? The only thing that makes any sense to me is that God the Holy Spirit is on the move. That's the only thing that makes any sense to me. And it really hit me when I was driving out of the parking lot in Bathurst with our chaplain. Luke is a, is a, a French pastor in Bathurst and our chaplain there. And I said, Luke, isn't that, wasn't that just incredible to have that opportunity to open God's word and to have these junior hockey players sitting there to hear the message by choice? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and Luke said this to me. He said, he said, you see that building across the street here, the public high school? He said, we can't put up a poster on their bulletin board to promote a church activity. We're not, we're not allowed to put up a poster. And then across the street in this arena, there's a chapel where God's word is opened and young people gather to listen and hear the message. And then they come back. They return. 
And I talk to, I talk to these players, and I say, what, what, do you, what, what are your thoughts on the chapel? Well, I was actually expecting it to be really boring. <laughs> really. So, what, your thoughts? You know, I heard something. Something resonated. Something stuck. Something landed. And they returned. You see, these are hearts that are seeking. And seeking after God. And a door has been opened that no one can shut. And I don't know how long the door stays open. And trust me, not all the doors are open. I've been told to clear off in a variety of forms, whether they be rudely or politely. I've been kicked out of arenas. I've had security guards waiting for me. Uh, so I know a little bit about rejection. That all the doors are open, but I just keep moving. And just continue to make myself available. And here in this room, all of us are called to be part of God's great overarching redemptive history. This is our time. This is our place. He sends us out in all the different areas. And as David N. said, so much diversity, so many differences. And I've had Christians who go, hockey ministries? That's a contradiction in terms. <laughs> but all I know is I go to where people gather and I share the good news of Jesus Christ with those who are willing to listen. And that's the call in our lives, to go as God's people, to join Him in, in the Missio Dei of being and doing what God has called us to be and do. God bless each one.